Ethan took a deep breath and then began. All right, let's see if I have this straight. On New Year's Eve, 1913, in this very hotel, in this very room, I came up to you and told you that I was from the future. Is that correct? Yes, Benjamin said. Okay, and somehow I convinced you to hear me out, at which point I told you that we had met here on New Year's Eve 2013 and that you gave me that stone and I used it to travel back in time. Benjamin nodded encouragingly, and Ethan continued. I traveled back to 1913 and met you again, only you hadn't no memory of me because you hadn't met me in the future yet. Yes, but I convinced you that we had met, that I was from the future, and that this stone could transport you here. You then used the stone to come here, meet me, and tell me this story. Exactly, and so here we are. Okay, but there's one thing I don't get. How did I convince you? You told me your secret shame, Ethan, and I told you mine. Which is? Benjamin sighed. I once killed a man. In 1901, my father owned a little grocery store in Brooklyn. He had worked hard to be able to open it and was quite proud. About a week after he opened up for business, a man stopped by while we were both there. This man told my father that he had to pay him a weekly stipend if he wanted to avoid trouble. The man was a gangster. My father refused. The man made vague threats, saying what a shame it would be if we had a fire, but had no insurance. His type of insurance. My father still refused, and the man went away. Two days later, my father burned to death when someone set the store ablaze. Ethan grimaced. Jeez, Benjamin, I'm sorry. So what did you do? Track the guy down and kill him? No, I was still just a boy and I had just lost my father. I was much too grieved to even consider revenge. So what happened? Years went by, and occasionally I would see the man in our neighborhood, and as I grew in size, so did my rage at him for what I knew he'd done to my father, and I began having terrible daydreams of retribution. I even went about securing a pistol. Then, a few weeks later, the man and his friends were having a war with others of his ilk, and three men died in territorial squabbles one night. I brought that total up to four men. So you made it look like he was killed by a rival gang? Yes, and it worked. I was never suspected, and I've never told another soul about it. Until now. They grew quiet, even as the people around them grew louder. Midnight was approaching rapidly. Ethan held out his hand for the stone.